Hello everyone, this is Brandon and welcome to Brands Tech. This interview will begin in just one moment, so please stay tuned. Hello everyone, this is Brandon and welcome to today's episode of Brands Tech. How are you all? I really hope everyone is doing well and is staying safe. So for this episode, I'm excited to have my guest um, for today here with me, Ryan Carter. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited to speak with you again. Thank you for having me. Oh yeah, of course. And so before I get into any questions, I did want to go ahead and ask, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. It's beautiful outside. It's been a great weekend so far and hopefully it'll continue to be so or continue to be that way. That is really great to hear, and I hope so as well, because, I mean, it's just it's just so nice outside, especially that we're now in spring. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, and so, and so before I go ahead and ask my questions, I did want to go ahead and give you a chance to go ahead and introduce yourself uh, to the audience or those who may be unfamiliar with you. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> so I'm Ryan Carter. I'm a visual storyteller. Uh, basically what that means is exactly what I said. Um, I, I take people's stories and I tell them in, you know, a photo or a video format. I've done some written, some written stories as well, but I typically stick to the visual medium. Uh, I've been doing it for about, um, seven years, a little over seven years now. Um, I did it in the Navy first and then for an organization called the Virginia Space Grant Consortium. And now I'm doing it for the government. Well, that is... Yeah, all really great to get and definitely want to um, to dive into a little bit of all of that. But I guess I'll go ahead and start with, so what really like got you into visual storytelling? And first, I love that terminology, by the way. Well, yes, it's it's the best way to, to describe it because uh, that's what you're doing. Uh, you're, you're telling people's stories. It's you, you could be made like it could be a cool video for you or for me to make. And I'm, re- you know, I could be really proud of it, but it's not about the sh- it's not about me. It's, it's about telling the other person's uh, story. So that's, I, I also like that term a lot. But uh, the way that I got into it was um, about, geez, it was 12, about 16 years ago, I took a, I took a photography class in high school and uh, it really grabbed me. I just thought the concept was really cool. Just get really cool shots and, you know, I didn't know what I was doing back then at all, but you know, it's a learning process. But that's uh, that's definitely where I got my start. Um, uh, my instructor's name was Mr. Magala, and he really showed. A, he had a passion for uh, for all things photography, and he really helped me develop um, with like spending extra time down in the photo studio. I would um, not that I'm advocating skipping class um but i would i would sneak out of classes that i knew that i could get away with not being in to get back down to the photo lab and um learn more so a lot of memories there but that's that's how i got my start wow and so yeah i mean that's a yeah i think that's actually how yeah a lot of people like truly like to develop our passion like by having these you know whether it's a class or a very passionate teacher whatever and it just really and i like helps I mean, it helps you develop like, the mindset. This is really, really cool. Let me just continue with this or at least 
see a little further like what opportunities can i get based off of this and mm-hmm. yeah i agree and so right and so right now of course yeah we mentioned before that yeah that since you've been doing this for you know for so many years i believe you said seven actually and so and so at what point did you really know like uh, this is what i'm i'm going to do or like was it as soon as you finished with that class or did it take a little bit afterwards so it's kind of a long story um so right when i got out of high school um i wanted to go to i wanted to go to college for uh to get my uh, bfa in photography things happened in my first semester that uh, took me out of college uh for about a month um i had i don't know if you remember but when swine flu was the thing um back in 2009 oh i'm sorry i was hospitalized first and i was out of, i was out of school for like a week and then i got swine flu and then i just got really behind um so i ended up leaving that school to go to another school and i moved in with my now wife um and i had all my photo equipment uh, that i had acquired and it was it was a small it wasn't a lot of gear because I, I was young and it was just what i could afford but I ended up selling all of my equipment and giving up on doing this as, as a whole when I was about 20 or yeah, when I was about 20. Um, and then a few years later, when I was going to school, one of my buddies uh, was going into the Navy and he asked me to come down to the recruiting office. And I went down and I talked to him. And that's when I found out that the, the military had an arts program. And that's that's really how I got. So I, I've rambled on a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get back to the initial question, but that's getting back in, going into the military is what afforded me the opportunity to get into this industry. Well, at least you were able to, you know, to find a way to, you know, be able to do it and not just you know, give up on, on your passion. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I will say that I am fortunate that I got the opportunity. And so how was, you know, doing the production within the military? Yeah, really, yeah, help shape how you view media and, you know, the true importance of being able to capture the moment and to, you know, tell these stories. I would say at its base, uh, what's really affected um, the way that I tell stories is that journalism background that is integral to what's, so the job in the, in, in the Navy is called a mass communication specialist. Um, but that's what's really integral to being a mass communication specialist or an MC is, is learning how to te- is learning how to tell stories through photojournalism. Um, it's a different type of uh, it's a different style of shooting. It's very procedural because everything that you're doing, you're trying to tell tell a story, whether it's photo spread or video or you know written medium. I would say what shaped specifically video for me. So I, I will say while I was going through uh, the training for the uh, the military training for the job. I, uh, I almost failed out of video. It, it was over, it's called a sap hit, um, in, in the video phase. And that's basically, there are like four things that you can't do. And that's what, uh, sap outlines. But for this video that I made, it was, it was a suicide awareness video. And the, the problem with my video that I had made was I had showed a female walking into a male's living area without knocking. And that was enough to fail me. But after that experience, I was, it was, I was a little bit disheartened about or, or about video. I didn't I didn't really I didn't have an interest in it. I just wasn't and I wasn't that I wasn't that strong in it initially. But when I got to my first command, I met a, uh, an individual named Ryan Litzenberger, and he was he was for all intents and purposes. Uh, he was my boss 
I was putting videos as soon as I got there. I wasn't happy about it, but he showed me that you can have so much fun making these products. And the first time that I, I made a product where I, it clicked for me, it was for this really dumb series. Um, it was called From Dust Till Dawn, or from, yeah, From Dust Till Dawn. And we were parodying horror movies, or not just horror movies, but just like we were parodying movies about, or uh, making them about what was called cleaning stations. And cleaning stations on a ship, it's every day, there's an hour where everybody has to get together and they have to clean the ship. And there's a bunch of jokes about, you know, dust bunnies being, you know, terrorists inf infiltrating the ship and, you know, causing everything to fall apart. Just, you know, it's just a little sailorism. But we did, I think we did Jaws. We parody, we might, I think we parodied Jaws first, but doing these dumb little projects, one, it, it helped me learn how to, sh how to shoot sequences and get better at doing that, but also showed me the fun side of video production because you can just have a good time and uh, you can make products that are going to resonate with people, not because they're, you know, amazingly good or anything like that, but because you, you, you made them laugh for, you know, maybe five, five seconds, but like you, you brightened up their day for that little bit of time. And you still got the point across that you were required to get across. But Litz really helped cultivate video storytelling for me. And then shortly after, uh, I had another individual named uh, Jonathan Pankoff. He he went on to become uh, my mentor. He's still my mentor. I still talk to him every day. It's for the last probably six years. Maybe not every day, but I, I talk to him. I talk to I. I get a hold of him pretty regularly just to talk to him. Anytime I make products, I I, I want him to look over them because I value his opinion. But he really, Pankaw really, really taught me how to tell stories. He he was a Syracuse graduate or uh, through the Syracuse program in in the Navy. That's it's just a program where you go to Syracuse University for I think like a year or two. You get the bulk of a degree done while you're there. But he brought a lot of that stuff to the table to you know really teach me how to how to shoot better and really pay attention. To, you don't. His big thing was, especially with photography, you don't shoot, you don't take pictures, you make pictures. So, and that's not so much like the post-production of what I'm talking about, but like when you take an image, you're, you're paying attention and not just what your subject is, but what your background is. And you, you know, and limiting any distracting things in the background, but also putting it or making sure that there are visual elements in there that compositionally complement, that, that compositionally complement the subject in the image. I wouldn't I wouldn't have the job that I have today um, or the last job that I had. Um, I wouldn't have I, I wouldn't have had either of those without these people that directly impacted me during my um, I don't want to say learning phase because it's 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 continual. You're always learning, you're always getting better, but that that initial stage of really learning how how what kind of shooter you're going to be. I, I I wouldn't be where I am today without those people. Well, that's all great that you were able to, you know, while you were in the military, like have these people to help like guide you to, to sort of like where you are now and just, yeah, you know, being able to have that experience and to work you know, alongside people or work under yeah you know, certain people. Because I, I know like for a lot of people, it's always these, these relationships that yeah are truly the, like a part of the force that helps like define like what you do going forward. And so it's real, I'm really glad to hear that you were able to have that, you know, that kind of experience and not just once, but, um, but a few times over your course of 
being in the Navy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, and I, and I appreciate the sentiment. Um, just said, I, I, if, if I, if I were talking to those individuals directly right now, you would need to tell them a dumb thank you because it's, and I, and I still do, you know, I, I keep in touch with them, but it is, I, I, there's not, not a lot of people will get that up or have that opportunity of having someone who's willing to do, or give up their time to help you become better at what you're doing. Um, so yes, it's something that I'll always be grateful for. Well, I'm really glad to hear that. And so over these past few years, I know that that as you'd mentioned to me earlier, that you, you know, that you moved to a different area, you started your own business. Um, and then of course now you even have yeah, a new job here as well. And so how have these past like five years been for, for you in terms of like your own development and and media production and you know the digital storytelling um so i would say the past few years at least specifically the past two years would have been uh were challenging specifically for my or you know my photography company it's been challenging for obvious reasons with the with the pandemic it's 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 not really something that people are pushing for um they're not really trying to get portrait sessions done but it's been it's been a lot of things. It's been a lot of emotional things uh, over the past five years. Um, the, you know, there's getting out, transitioning out of the military during the beginning of a pandemic with a baby on the way. So that was scary. Uh, that's one of the emotions that that uh, fear was definitely one of the emotions that that ran through my mind. But I was given a, an amazing opportunity to work with the Virginia or work at this Virginia Space Grant Consortium. I loved my time there. It's a really great organization. I mean, you're you're very familiar with them and. Um, I'm sure your your listeners are as well, but it's it really is a great organization. There's great people that work there. It does feel like, especially when you work when you work in the organization, it does feel like a family. It's it's great, you know, working with everybody there. What during my time at Space Grant, um, I was given the opportunity to start a video campaign. The, the again, I'm as you're well aware of, uh, but the uh, next steps in STEM video campaign, which takes individuals who've gone through our programs or gone through sorry not not our anymore but gone through the virginia space grant consortium's programs um and are now working in uh the stem field and just telling their stories and uh, it took a little bit of time for me to be able to you know push forward with making making video products at space grant you know partially it was because of the pandemic partially was waiting on a uh the uh, on equipment upgrades because there's only so much you can do with the equipment that you have. I mean, and, and I know that kind of goes against the, you know, a bad mechanic blames his tools kind of deal, but tools help, especially in this field. So when I got to start making products again, I mean, that was very exciting for me. It had been probably about a year and a half since I'd really made a, like a real video product. And, you know, I, I we, we did maybe, I think six or seven of those before I left to go on to my current position. But that was a, a, just a whole lot of fun. I love, I love taking the time to, to make those kinds of products because um, it's really cool. And it's specifically for Space Grant, it really speaks on what, it speaks volumes for what the programs do. Um, you know, there's a variety of different fields that the subjects went into. I mean, there's a drone pilot, there's a, a, there's a drone pilot, there's an instructor, um, there's a teacher that teaches drones and I, I know I've just said drones a few times, but, um, uh, I promise there are other, uh, other, 
our other subjects that that go on uh, we, we did a couple on a college student and in you of course um but it was definitely it was just it was just an all-around great time and this it's the best way that i can put it i would as far as development of like my skill set over the last five years right before i got out of the got out of the navy there was a couple of storytellers or visual information specialists um, that came down from a place called Defense Media Activity that's located out of uh, Maryland. And they have probably the coolest jobs that, in, that MCs can do in the Navy where they just travel the country and find anybody with a Navy or, or a Navy tie. So something, whether they're a veteran or they're in the reserves or active duty or anything like that. Um, if they've got an interesting story, they fly out to them and they tell those stories. And they really helped step up my game. They went on uh, one of the last underways, um, uh, whether, I don't know if you're, you're familiar with an underway is, but it's basically just when a ship leaves for a short period of time and then comes back. Um, it's not quite a, a deployment, but they were there for the, for the underway. And I learned a lot of um, like lighting techniques from them while they were there. And I, 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 would, I, I would say just the five years have just been an ever-changing process for me. There's been a lot of opportunity um, for growth and I've been appreciative of just or appreciative of just being able to be here to go along for the ride. I mean, it's, it's a great field to work in. I think, I think I, it's, I think I answered your question. Uh, at least I tried my best to. Yeah. Yeah. You absolutely did. And yeah, that's, I'm really fascinated by like your whole, yeah. I mean, your whole story thus far, especially from, yeah. From when you yeah began you know, learning like photography and stuff in your high school class and then to get yeah, to go yeah briefly into college and then then the navy and then of course your current position after you know being with the space grant and so i mean i mean it's definitely been yeah it sounds like a really interesting like progression from it all and so now that you um just started at your at your current position, are there any things that like that you really have taken away from you know your previous experiences that you're really trying to like specifically bring into the new position, or like anything that really is like, okay, I did this last time, but I think I'm gonna do something a little different, or like how has this whole process been with your going into your current job? So, uh, I, I've only been uh, I've only been with my current position since the beginning of this month. So a lot of a lot of it has been like administrative processes and getting me into systems and um, I've had the opportunity to go out and shoot once um, and it was it was received pretty the imagery was received pretty well I mean it was just a a town hall all hands like uh, like speaking with the organization leadership speaking with the organization um, but they were pretty happy with the imagery that came out of it I'm looking to <clears throat> to adopt the next stem and next steps in stem style videos to my current position they have a they, they have a, a framework i guess for how this could work they do they they've done products called we are msc msc stands for military sea lift command that's the name of the organization that i work for now it's uh, almost everybody that works there they're all either retired retired veterans or veterans or just previous civil or government service a lot of really cool people that work there um and you know i i a big reason why i accepted the position to to move on was i really wanted to be inside of a shop again 
when you're by yourself, it's harder to, to, to develop because you don't have anybody to bounce ideas off of. You don't have anybody. And I, that's not to say that I couldn't talk with anybody in my last uh, position, but having somebody that works in creative fields to speak with them and, you know, just get, just get their two cents on a product or advice on uh, career development. You, you know, they, the people that I work with, they, they spent 20 plus years in the, in the Navy or their, the, whichever branch they served in. Um, and then 10 years on the civilian side. So that their, their wealth of information, especially, you know, being in, in different fields right now, I'm, I'm really the only one with the strong or strong isn't the right word. Um, I'm, I'm really the one, the only one there right now with, with the background that I have. Um, everybody else there, they're great for different reasons. Um, there's another visual information specialist there where he's very, uh, graphics heavy. That's what his background is. Um, another one who's layout and design heavy. And then there's a couple that are, uh, public affairs specialists and then a script writer, but all of these people just have a wealth of information that I can tap and, you know, professional development isn't always evolving thing you can always get better in any facet of what you're doing and you need to be at a place that's going to help you cultivate that growth um, and that's what really initiated the move for me here but i'm i'm hoping that the the end of it, or the people that are there like um greg mccreation i think bill uh, i think his last name is mesta they are both former chiefs. Uh, they have a, they have a lot of experience, and I, I I've been doing a lot to you know talk with them, and you know right now I'm a lot of it a lot of my time at the organization is really learning the organization because it's really hard to tell stories about a place that you don't understand how stuff works. So I I'm not sure what the future will look like at with this organization, but I'm I'm excited for it. Well, that's really great that you know that you are excited for what's to come. And, you know, based off of what, you know, what you're telling me too, it's, yeah, it's great to also have, you know, like you said, people whose experiences, you know, you can, you can bounce off of and just another person be like, hey, what, what are your thoughts about this, 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 or, you know, be able to look around and, you know, get like inspiration for a new idea or whatever. It's nice to, I guess, you know, have those types of colleagues. Yeah, absolutely. And no matter what the field you're in, you need to surround yourself with people that are going to help elevate you. I mean, it's it's a cool feeling to be somewhere where, you know, if you're making product and every, or everybody that's watching the product is like, oh, this is awesome. This is great. This is so cool. But that doesn't do you any good. You know, it's if I think the saying is if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to go to a new room. And I, I think that I'm not saying that I was the smartest person in the room. But for me, you know, if, if my if the quality of the products that I'm making is outperforming everywhere or everyone else where I'm at, I need to go somewhere else because I, I, I'm not going to get better. No, you're not going to get better. No one will get better. If you just stay in a comfortable place, um, you, you need to push yourself. You need to fail. You need to make bad products. I mean, hopefully you never do, but it's important to, to make those bad products because you learn from those and you need people that are going to be critical of you. I went to a workshop while I was in the Navy and I, I, I had taken my portfolio with me and the portfolio that I took actually, um, it had won me a Navy wide new photographer of the year award. So I was, I was pretty happy about it. Like it was, it was, it was a good portfolio. 
And one of the, the guest speakers at the um, at the workshop was a Pulitzer Prize winning photojournalist. And she's awesome. Like she's, the stuff she's done is, is amazing. Her, her name's Carol Guzzi. Uh, any of your listeners, if you have, if any of them have any uh, photojournalism interest or anything like that, you should check out Carol Guzzi. Her imagery is powerful. I mean, it's, it's, she's, she's what photojournalists should aspire to be. I mean, she's awesome, but, um, she ripped my portfolio to shreds and it wasn't my first, this wasn't my first critique. So it didn't, it didn't hurt. It didn't sting. Um, because the way, the way a good critique should go is, I mean, unless you have just like amazing imagery or whatever your product is, but this product sucks because of this. If you would have done this, it would have been awesome. And you need to hear those things and not focus on the, this product sucks idea. Because like compare your stuff compared to the people that you want looking at your stuff, it should suck because you want the highest possible quality of mentor or evaluator to look at your things because you're never gonna get better unless you get told that you're, we, we had a phrase in, in, the, in the media, world that's don't be afraid to kill your kittens and like that's very graphic and horrible but um you know you love your kittens and you want to you want to see them grow and get awesome but sometimes sometimes it's just not meant to be and you got to be okay with that yeah yeah i, I kind of lost it there a little bit but uh i think i i think i got got to the gist of what i was trying to say well all, all of what you just said is just yeah so very true and yeah and i was just about to say too it's just like yeah, how you mentioned failure and everything. And I know like a lot of people think of it like a, oh my gosh, like I'm never going to recover or, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm just done with it. But a lot of times, yeah, that failure is truly what, yeah, helps motivate us to want to want to do better. You know, like you said, learn from the experience and being like, okay, let's see, why, why is this a failure? Did I, what did I do wrong? Maybe this, okay, maybe I shouldn't have done this. Like, the day beforehand maybe i should do this over the week or maybe you know whatever the case may be but i mean that was definitely a lot of great points that you mentioned in terms of wanting to i guess progress with you know with your skill sets and and not being you know stuck within your comfort zone because i mean if you're always in your comfort zone you're never going to be challenged or you know or really know what you can do outside of just what you've been doing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's an integral part of personal development, uh, personal career development. It sucks to fail. It doesn't feel good. But if you take that as a, if you take every failure as a teaching moment, you will be successful. It, it just, as long as you just, you know, keep grinding it out, keep learning and don't pass on on opportunities because you think that you're not going to be able to do them even if you know that you're gonna you're gonna fail at doing it you know you're not you're not where you need to be um to really you know produce that product or you know to the level that you want to do it anyway it doesn't it's it's not that bad to to not be good at something it's because everybody's not good at something at the beginning and it takes all those failures to get somewhere. Um, there's uh, a, a photographer. His name's his last name is Grimes. Yeah, Joel Grimes. 
Um, he is a portrait photographer and a, like a commercial photographer as well, um, based out of New York. And when he got his start, and he's he's amazing. He's he shoots awesome. He's I love his work. Uh, if if you are a fan of photography and you like you like high contrast, gritty imagery, um, Joel Grimes is your guy. You know he has a lot of workshops. Check it out. But the whole reason why I'm bringing him up, he uh, he he st- got his start in New York. Um, he's still in New York, but when he got started, he put an ad out in the paper. Like right when he got right when he got started, you know, didn't have clients, didn't have anything, and he put an ad out uh, in the paper saying advertising himself as the best headshot photographer in New York, which is quite a statement to make. But now he arguably is one of the best portrait photographers in New York. And he just, he shot, he took, he shot, he took his shot and he ran with it. And I'm sure, I'm sure he failed millions of times to get where he is today. But he's just a, another example of somebody that just, just keep pushing, pushing forward, fake it till you make it. However, you know, whatever colloquialism you want to use. Um, but you know, that fail until you don't fail anymore and then keep failing, I guess, because it's it's an ever grow it's a never ending process. Yeah, well, I definitely agree with that. And I'll definitely have to look up some of the stuff uh, too, whenever probably when I go back um in with editing, but I just I guess just you know, going on to the next thing I want to ask is I actually want to ask a different type of question, say so so for you outside of just uh, digital storytelling and yeah and what you've been doing for your jobs how else has uh, if it has how else has stem like you know or technology like really made an impact into your life if it has um stem directly uh well my my first experience with stem like actively like knowing that it was stem uh, was my experiences with Virginia Space Grant Consortium. So my, my experience with them, I guess, was just learning what STEM was and how useful it can be, um, not just for, you know, becoming a, a scientist or, you know, putting on a lab coat or whatever. There's there's a lot more value to STEM uh, to STEM than just that. I mean, you the, the soft skills that you you get from taking part in STEM programs um, is huge. That's that's one of the huge or big reasons why I really enjoyed my time at, at Space Grant because I was able to see, I was, I was able to be a part of an organization that their sole purpose was just helping kids learn or helping kids learn, but, you know, helping develop those kids and set them up for success, set them up for future successes. And it was just a really cool opportunity, the one and one that I'll be grateful for. Uh, for a long time, but how STEM impacts me today, um, I just just camera technology. Um, I think that would probably be um, the the biggest impact. Um, if I look at the my, the first camera that I had versus what I shoot on now, just the difference in those the, the difference in capabilities between those two things are huge. Uh, I think the first camera I had was a Rebel T2i. I think that's what it was, but like, I think it might've shot 720p video, maybe small sensor, not, not a lot of, not a lot of great capabilities. Um, and now the things that I shoot on, I mean, I can shoot in 8k 120 frames a second. Um, 
beautiful buttery slow-mo footage i can you know you can shoot in low light situations um you know just the the, the technology just evolved so much over the last 20 years um it's really cool just to see what you can do and that's that's i mean it's still to today like i i, I have I have my equipment. I don't need. I don't need more equipment. But it doesn't stop me from, you know, going on and looking with the, you know, the latest and greatest Canon, uh, Canon cameras are. You know, and that's. I'm probably only going to reference Canon because I'm a Canon shooter. Um, love Canon. There's nothing wrong with Nikon or, or Sony or any of the other brands, but I love Canon. That's what I've always shot. But yeah. Um, so I would say that's how. Well, I guess how the technology is impacted, how that's impacted my life. Um, or at least career. It's just widened my, my, or expanded my toolkit rather. What I can bring, I don't need to bring a bunch of different gear to a shoot. I mean, you saw when I came for, for your product, I mean, it's, it's lit, it's a backpack and a gimbal when I go and shoot and that's it. Um, shoot 35 with a 35 millimeter lens, um, for a lot of stuff. Um, but you know, it's, it's definitely technology has definitely made this job easier because um, anybody can learn it. And it, even if you don't have an innate eye for photography or videography, you learn the techniques and you you apply them. You know, it's it's just like a, anybody can do any job if they want to learn how to do it. I, I really do believe that anybody that anybody that wants to can get to the level that I'm at or you know easily surpass me. You know, I, like I said, I still have a lot to learn, but it's. Technology definitely makes it easier for people to step into this field and get a handle on how to do, you know, what I do. Well, that's definitely, like I said, I just, you know, throughout this, I've just really like enjoyed everything that, that you've been saying. I mean, especially in terms of, you know, like expanding your knowledge base and yeah, I mean, taking advice from, from different mentors and just really being able to sort of like absorb the environment around you and I mean essentially use it for your digital storytelling I mean I think all of this I mean I think what's nice about the way that you were saying this is that of course even though of course it can directly apply to you know our field of yeah of video production or communication all of that that other stuff but also for so many other you know fields as well you know just really you're always looking to explore to you know, like you said, like expand your toolkit and, you know, and truly try to build like more skills over, you know, I mean, over your time in doing it. So, I mean, I've just really loved everything that you've been saying. Oh, I appreciate that. And it's, it's I, I really do believe it. I mean, it's, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice if you think you're as good as you can be, because you, you can always be better. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, even... Yeah, on a side note, like even like when I first began podcasting, you know, I was like maybe a year and a half, two years into doing YouTube. And I was just like, even though I'm comfortable, I was comfortable at the time of doing YouTube. It's just like, why don't I try something else, you know, do something else. And, and even though it didn't really make sense at the time, considering, I mean, considering like everything I had done at the time, it's just like, yeah, here I am a few years later, just still... I mean, still working on it, still improving. And so I said, it, it's definitely, yeah, what you said is something I definitely agree with. And so, yeah, as we begin to 
uh, wrap up this interview too. I did actually want to uh, to go back a bit and actually let um, let you talk about your company because I know we mentioned it in terms of yeah the co um, the COVID nineteen pandemic's impact on it. But I did want to give you a little bit of more time to go ahead and and actually speak about your company and what you what you do for anyone who's listening that may be interested in finding out more about your company. Yeah, so uh, my company is called Brian Carter Photography um, LLC. Um, it's I am a, a family portrait photographer, although I don't limit uh, limit myself to that. Um, I do uh, so outside of you know family portraits and stuff like that. Uh, do some we- do weddings here and there, and just all around events. Uh, I, I, I've booked. haven't Haven't done much video work, but uh, my wife and I work as a team. Especially, or especially when it comes to family portraits, uh, specifically when it comes to children, um, I, I a lot of a lot of my work is uh, newborn and like that first year set of milestones uh, is what I get a lot of uh, uh, or get most of my bookings for. But our our main focus, I, I, I'm not taking pictures for you. Like that's that's not what I'm there for. What I'm there to do is to provide you with captured memories of the day. So you look back, I don't want you to, my my biggest thing is with my clients is I don't want them to look at the imagery and go, you know, oh, that's that time that we paid so-and-so to take our pictures of our kids. I want them to look at the imagery and go, hey, that was that super fun day that we had a great time working with this photographer because I, a lot, especially with kids, I, I don't do posed stuff a lot. Um, it just doesn't to me one, even when you pose adults, it's not comfortable for, for the people being posed. It's usually not a natural position that they're in. I, I like capturing what's going on, you know, um, very photojournalistic style, uh, of capturing. So if that's something that, uh, you uh, as a potential client would be interested in or anybody listening uh we service anybody from virginia beach to richmond we're willing to travel uh pricing is very very fair and competitive for the area but uh that's that's mostly because this it's it's a side it's a side gig for me um that's not what i'm that's not what i'm using to you know make sure i have a roof over my head and my family's fed you know that's i really do uh, my business side is more of just like, it's fun. It's fun to get to, to meet new people and, you know, provide them with, you know, these memories that they're going to have forever, um, just in a physical form. But if anybody's interested in checking out, um, uh, checking out any, any of that work, um, they can, uh, go to ryancarterphotography.org and they can, you know, that's, that's, that's my business's webpage. Um, if you want to look at any of my video work or anything else, my portfolio is uh, Carter Ryan five three dot myportfolio.com. Uh, and that's you can see my uh, my Navy work there, my civilian work there. Um, I haven't updated it with any work from Space Grant yet, but that'll that'll be going up there um, here soon. Um, and yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. It's it's meeting meeting these clients and it's the best part about it really is when you get them the imagery and i it's a cheap thing to do but like i know i like i know that my imagery is there so i'm not doing this as a crutch um but i just i love finding just like the most 
heart-wrenching songs to put over these slideshows of the, of the product. Because it's, it's not like I'm trying to sell it to them. They've already paid for the service. But um, it just it just pulls you into the imagery on an, on an emotional level, even more so. Because like if it's your kid, you're going to care. But, you know, I, I like to play a game with my wife every time that we, I go out and shoot anything of our kids. Um, you know, it's, it's it sounds really messed up, but my goal is to make my wife cry. I mean, that's 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 if I can make my wife cry and it's not our kid, then I did a good job. It's it's a great time. But that's you know, that's that's my business. Um, I shoot normally on the weekends. I can make some stuff in the afternoons or evenings happen. Um, but usually I'm, I'm pretty restricted to the weekends. So if anybody has any interest, uh, just just reach out. I'd be more than happy to, to book a session with you. Well, awesome. Well, I definitely hope that yeah, everyone listening go ahead and at least checks out your website portfolio and and hopefully you'll be able to um, get some new, you know, some new clients within the next few weeks. And so it's just, but overall, this has been su- such a great opportunity to be able to speak with you. And I'm so glad that I've been able to, I mean, to have this chance to to really get to hear more of your story and in everything that you've been doing over these past few years. I mean, it's all definitely very inspirational and yeah, and I definitely think yeah, the listeners will get a lot out of this. So I definitely want to, once again, thank you so much for, for all your time and for willing to be here. Oh, you know, thank you for having me. Um, I'm glad to, you know, if I, if there's any, if anybody, if this helps anybody within this field or even, even outside of the field, but helps them, you know, push forward and, you know, get better at what they're doing. That's, that's, the whole reason why I wanted I wanted to be a part of this interview. Um, I know it can be a very hard field to to get into. It's not one that makes a lot of money typically. You know, you can find better, you can find good paying jobs, um, but you really have to wanna wanna do this and have a passion for it because it's not you're 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 not gonna buy a camera one day and the next day. You know, be booking. You know. F- 40 clients a month and, you know, having steady stream of income. It's if you try and make it about that, you, you will not be successful. Learn the craft first. And then if you can, if you can get yourself to a point to start charging people, then do that. But really just do it because you want to do it. Um, Do it because you have a passion for it. Cause it's, it can be such, this can be such a rewarding field to work in. Um, You can, Telling people's stories um, to them, their story might not mean anything. You know, this is just what I to them. It's just this is what I do. You know, I, I I'm I'm a you know I'm a pipe fitter or I'm a you know a veterinarian. You know, it doesn't matter. Everybody has a story to tell, and when you get the opportunity to tell tell their story, the impact that you have on them is awesome. It's it's such a rewarding feeling because they don't know that their story is interesting. Um, it's your job to show them that their story is interesting. They're your client, you know, they're, they're your audience. 
yes, it's great if like you make a product and you get picked up and it gets disseminated in a bunch of places and a bunch of people see it, but none of those people matter at the heart of it. The person you're telling the story on, they're the ones that matter. And you see that when you make a product and they see it and you just see their faces light up and, you know, it's like, oh, this is so cool. And, you know, thank you so much for making that, you know, making this, you know, my family loved it, you know, whatever. Um, that's what it's about. That's, that's really what it's about. You know, just connecting with another or another person on, you know, like uh, uh, just a human level and showing them that they matter because they do. That's, that's who you want to, that's who you want your target to be. So if, if, if me talking to you today helps another person see that, then I feel like, you know, at least for me, the interview has been successful because you can, you can always use more storytellers, but yeah, if anybody, any, anybody has any questions for me or anything like that, uh, you know, post, uh, you know, post the release of this video, my email, well, I can be reached at, uh, Ryan, R Y A N at ryancarterphotography.org. Uh, you can email me directly through there. You can visit the website. There's a contact uh, portion on the website. I'd love to hear from anybody that wants to learn anything or anybody that thinks that they can teach me something. Um, always looking for new mentors. Yeah, you know, just always looking for that growth. So thanks for thanks for having me today. Yes. Oh yeah, of course. And so before I let you go, I did want to give you an opportunity in case you wanted to do if you wanted to do, I guess, a quick like word of, of wisdom or anything else to top off what you just said, because I mean, what you just said was just phenomenal. But if you had any anything, anything else that you wanted to to quickly say, I did want to at least give you that opportunity. Um, yeah, um, just um, j just going back to what I said before, really, um, don't don't be afraid to fail. A lot of people are and a lot of people won't even take take the chance to be successful because they're afraid that they're going to fail. So don't be that person. If you're going to do something, go give it a hundred percent and suck at it and own sucking at it, own not being good. And that's okay because you're going to be better. You know, the reason why you feel, or, you know, anybody that's getting their start, the reason why you feel like you are not good the reason why you notice it is because you have the potential to be better and you see that you're not where you want to be, but you have to go through that part of not being good to just, to be better, to, to be successful, fail a million times, fail it almost, you know, you got to have some successes in there every once in a while, but fail, fail as much as it takes to get to where you want to be because you're going to learn so much from those failures that it's going to help you be the storyteller, the creator um, that you want to be. Or, you know, it, and it applies not just, you know, not just to creative fields. You know, if you're a bank teller, well, I mean, don't don't fail at being a bank teller so people lose money. But, you know, you make mistakes in your job. Make those mistakes. Learn from them. Get better. I I want to see. Is as many people that come out of this with, uh, you know, a revitalized passion for for the industry. I want to see your product. I want to I want to see these. You know, I, I want to see these successes. It's it's awesome um, when you see someone with a passion finally it, it finally click. So yeah, 
my my advice is to just just fail is don't be don't be afraid of failing because it's it's an integral part of becoming successful well once again thank you so much ryan for for all of this you know these great inspirations and for this great conversation and i definitely look forward to hopefully having a chance to speak with you again soon yeah absolutely it was great it was great hearing from you brandon um i hope everything you know goes well for you and uh, you know i i i'm grateful for the opportunity for the opportunity oh yeah of course and yeah best of luck to you and of course continuing with your company and with your new position as well i appreciate that yeah, of course thank you all so much for listening uh, to today's episode i truly appreciate it and i'll catch you all later have a wonderful day everyone stay safe stay well and don't forget to take a moment to explore the world around you you never you'll never know what you can do unless you go go explore i'll see y'all next time